Raisin Man Arena. One 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 one. You are watching one one one. Raisin Man Arena. Raisin Man Arena Valentine's Day special. Welcome. Valentine's Day special. Happy Valentine's Day, listeners. Happy Valentine's Day, Felipe. Happy Valentine's Day, Sarah. Um, how was uh, your Valentine's Day? Did you get to look at some Instagram posts of couples? Mm-hmm. I thought it was very sweet. I like that stuff. I like when people post little memories and things like that. It doesn't annoy me at all. You know, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking about it earlier. I thought, oh, no one has a partner. And then I did the <laughs> thing where... <laughs> Hold on. Oh man. Oh shit. How we doing? Uh, We're doing great. Seth's in the chat. We got Alex. Going, we got Thank you. We got Beck is subscribed for two months now, a prime subscription to Raisin Man. Uh, Keep it going there. We got Will in the background, and Sam's not here tonight. Sam is not here tonight. Which is kind of a bummer because Sam. I wouldn't say Sam's like a love expert, but he definitely brings a expertise in romantic life that I think is lacking between the two of us. Not because we are lacking no, overall, think, but just different. I think it's because Sam has spent the most out of both of us, like putting work into yeah, getting a relationship. Yeah, the most hours fucking. Yes, he's, he's got his 10,000 hours yeah. in. And he hasn't gone pro yet, but it will happen soon. Mm -hmm. um, no, I was just going to say that I didn't look at the at the Instagram stories because I thought, oh, the vibe is always like, no, Valentine's Day is just a holiday designed yeah. to make you sad. Ignore <laughs> it, blah blah blah. And then I did a thing I never do, which is I just watched all Instagram stories like nonstop for like thirty minutes. I just went through all of them, and I was like, "Damn, everybody's got a partner, and everybody's partner was really good looking." Yeah, I had and friends, they're really happy. I had friends where I was like, "There's no way your girlfriend is this hot. You're really? a troll." Really? And everybody had a hot boyfriend. Or wow. Hot. Do you think that people have just figured out how to pick the good pictures? Maybe that's it. But honestly, the way I felt was like my friends were always, like the partner that I don't know is always really hot. And mm -hmm. then my friend was always, you know, even whether it was <laughs> a woman or a man, it was like, it's like, ah, oh, you're yeah. not. Take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> but the partner was always really hot. I was surprised. Wow. That's great. I'm really happy for your friends. Um, I guess me too. We just watched before we came on the air, Dane Cook. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Kissing his sweet, sweet child girlfriend 25 <laughs> times. How is she? His actually, child bride. <laughs> yeah. Is she literally 19 or is she like 22? She was definitely like 19 when they met. At this point, she is maybe 21 or something. She's maybe 21. Okay. And he's like 47 or something. <sighs> yeah. Um, but he, I started following him. And he just posted a video of her asleep with a face mask on. And, and just doing gentle little kisses. Just horrific. 25. Yeah. Which is a sound that like I like doing. I'd like doing 25 gentle kisses if I'm kissing someone. But the sound of it, I can hear. I don't know if Emma or Peter are listening. I can hear them do that through the wall in my room. <laughs> and it sets me off. It really makes me mad. So I also don't. I don't think it's like a sound that's for other <laughs> it's just like too sweet and gentle. It's There's not for other people's that. ears. Yeah, it other like people shouldn't hear it. Yeah, really hard. That it, bumps. It bumps yeah. for me big time. Oh, if Sam were here, that's what he would say. That bumps. <laughs> but um, send Sam love. He needs it. Um, big times. Valentine's Day emergency. Yeah. Sam's not in love. <laughs> Sam's not in love. And but he will be soon. I feel it. I feel it in the 
stars. Yeah. He said he didn't want to do the episode tonight because he's sad that he's not in love. That he's not in love. He, yeah. yeah. He didn't think he was the right person to speak to the Valentine's Day issues. And in fact, he yeah. said, I'm going to take I'm going to take some time off of Raisin Man until I get a beautiful girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So he's working on that. And as soon as he gets one, he'll be right back on the air. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're pretty excited about that. And we'll, maybe we'll even have her on the show. That so. would be so nice to have a Sam girlfriend on the show. I'll say this. <laughs> Sam girlfriend's are you know far far in between not eh, yeah few sure few and far between <laughs> but when he gets one he always picks a 10 a person like person wise not mm. i'm not just i'm not subjectifying not objectifying yeah no it's like the whole package wow i've never known sam to have a girlfriend or i did at the very beginning of knowing him but i'd be excited for him to date someone the uh, sam's last girlfriend was incredible perfect yeah so yeah. i'm i have high hopes Let's see what's happening in the chat. Edie's here. She says no. Carly says no. happy V. Happy V. What's up? Happy V to you too, Carly. Um, Alex saying, did Will get a haircut? Big time. And um, yeah, just as uh, you should hit up Sam about telling him, you know, happy Valentine's Day and tell him to feel better. Hit up Will in DMs on Twitter and tell him you think his haircut looks good and then his head doesn't isn't a weird shape. Yeah, he's obsessed with it. He thinks <laughs> that his head is a weird shape. Weird shape, head theory. Yeah. I and me and Felipe Grew have never really seen anyone who has a really weird shaped head. No, I don't. I think people always say that, but when have you seen a weird... Unless it's like... I really can't imagine what. No. Unless it's those people that have like encephala. Have you heard of this? Encephala. Mm-hmm. Elephant man. More like Zippy the Pinhead. Um. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> the, comic, the comic strip on the newspaper. People, I didn't know people had that, but... <laughs> That's a real thing. It's called Encephala something. Damn. Or will, when the Zika virus... Is yes. My, yeah. Or sometimes the baby head gets squeezed when it comes out weird. Does it really? The doctor. Yeah, and the doctors will try to malleable it back into the right <laughs> shape. Try to like chisel yeah, it back Yeah, because it's really soft, but it can be hard. If I didn't know that. I thought up. the whole point about baby heads being so malleable is that it's precisely the fact that they can get through the, the puss. That's right. But that, they used to use, you know, um, what did you what do you call it? The Pliers? Uh, something that you reach in and you pull the baby out with that's like grabs on their head and pulls them out and that would make baby head shapes weird yeah they really don't do it that much anymore every time every time human beings innovate on something that's like birth related it's always it's always wrong the natural way is always the best way (laughs) yeah squatting yeah Yeah. (laughs) squatting in a little hut (laughs) in a little cave Mm -hmm. that's always the best best way way. that's how I'm gonna do it Um, yeah Will is so hot tell him to shut the fuck up you hear that Will? Alex said that uh, I was born with banana head. Oh wow! Incredible. Wow, banana head. But you, it, you clearly outgrew the banana head, and got a normal head. Yeah, you got a norm, one of the most normal heads I've ever seen, Edie, and perfect legs. Yes. Yeah, like a little rocket dancer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Wow. Yeah, it melded back to normal. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Um, well, uh, did I ask you how your Valentine's Day was? You did when I came in, but not on the on the radio. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? It was good. Yeah. I. Um, what did I do today? You got to go to 6 to do your job. I got up at 6 a.m. I have a job I do from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. And um, I did that this morning, and then I was awake after that. I keep thinking I'll like go right back to sleep after I do it, but if you no. wake up really early in the morning and work for two hours and drink coffee, you don't then just like settle back into your bed and like drift back off to sleep. No, like, you're done. You're done. It's done. So... That's what I do now. And then I have a new job that I start tomorrow. So I'm going to be someone who like is hustling, which is not my, never been my vibe. I know you've yeah. been like, you've been like 100% free time. 
100% free time. And even before the pandemic started, I quit my full-time job to work half-time because I was like, I just hate working on it. I don't want to do it. And now you're going to be working more than 40 hours. No, is that right? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Um, yeah, 40-hour work week is a, is a myth, uh, but we'll see. I think you should quit one of the jobs. And I know which one I And think. I know which one. <laughs> yeah, one of those two jobs you got to quit. Keep doing the 6 a.m. job. Wait, yeah. but you do it at 6 a.m., so you don't, wanna, you don't wake up at 6 a.m. I wake up at 5.30. Fuck. <laughs> Don't. Do you shower? Uh, no. 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 Do you have a breakfast? No. You I just, just wake up and do it. And it's kind of nice. It's like I'm in a daze and I just have to do it at this t- dark time. The sun is not up. No one else is awake. And it's just me reading all of the news about a client that I signed an NDA that I can't say who it is. Mm. And I read all the news that's related to their interests and I send them the report on it. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like ass. It's like a weird dream. It sounds like yeah. absolute ass. And also you have to work Sunday mornings. Yes. You're lucky it's coronavirus time because if it wasn't, that would not Brother. be hours that you like. I'm lucky it's coronavirus time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're all really lucky. lucky. We yeah. should all be so lucky that it's coronavirus time. How was your Valentine's Day? Uh, You're all alone. Yep, all alone. <laughs> um, it was, how was it? What did you, I, I made five little Edie's. Wow. It's yeah. Very special. It's that's what John Mulaney says is a good thing about being single. You get a lot of work done. You do get a lot. Of, I mean, I got a lot of work done when I was in a relationship. That <laughs> <laughs> was part of the problem. We'll, we'll get into that. I was getting too much. I was getting too much work getting done. Getting too much work done. Um, no, but my hands are fucked up. I think from like being on the phone so much, Aww. my thumbs hurt really hard. Like I wake up in the middle of the night and they're really hurting, and so. Um, but it's like I can't stop doing little edies and stuff like that yeah that really makes me sad i was talking to someone about this today where i was like i would actually take your thumbs see your thumb pain and give you my thumbs because i don't need them oh my gosh i don't need them but it's not possible yeah well i bought some i bought some gloves for carpal tunnel and i've actually been wearing (laughs) regular gloves around my house i don't know if you saw those black gloves i've been i was wearing them all day they're just regular gloves, but just a little bit of compression makes a big difference sleepy's been wearing these little gloves yeah they're just regular it makes a big difference Nice. So I just made some little ladies. I hung out with uh, Julia Mounsey, who's might or might not be on the uh, in the chat. Wait, can I? Should I move the TV a little bit so we can see a little better? Yeah. All right. Thanks. These cool outfits. Yeah, cool outfits, guys. So thank you so much. We wanted to. We're trying to look good Let's to. Imp- we're trying to dress to impress because um, it's, it's Valentine's Day. Um, you'll have great stage of bleach hair right now. Yeah, thank I, you. I was going to ask you actually. You were asking if you should rebleach, and I should do, do the brown. I was going to say yes, but the real reason I was going to say yes because it was because I wanted to say, "Can you redo mine?" Oh, so then we could do it together. <laughs> yeah, we should just do it <laughs> yeah, together. Totally. I, I want mine redone. Totally. I like doing it, so I think I think we should just keep keeping it bleached. Yeah. Yeah. I got the rest of my life to have brown hair. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. Uh, me too. I I'm like I'm like, well, Will shaved his head and then I thought, oh man, there's gonna be a time soon where um you know, men, you know, Your you hair turn starts to thin. Well, not even that. You just turn a certain age and you're like, This is my last haircut. Whoa! <laughs> I think you think men do that. Why? Like that's then then they just keep getting that haircut for the rest of their life. Totally. My dad has had the same haircut since I've since I've known him. Whoa! Since I met him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And that's what you think other men do too. Hmm. I think. Well, so. there's only so many haircuts, you know. And either you're gonna get a trendy one or you're just gonna get a regular guy one. I think that's kind of the choice. 
I think that's true. I feel like, I don't know. So that, anyways, that's yeah. just me saying I have to try out all the haircuts before it's too late. That's right. Before my hair congeals into a kind of helmet. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk? We're getting to, hey, oh my gosh, look who it is. It's for the Valentine's Day special. It's Lena who's dating Will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No wait, we should so not have we should not have said that Will's dating someone because he's such oh, yeah, he's, he's such so an object of desire yeah. in the chat. The, in the that. public's mo- imagination, <laughs> they need to believe that. <laughs> Will you sort of huh? appear in front of the camera for the for the viewers, or you don't want to be seen? I guess let's we can just. Yeah. Well, let me get ready. Yeah. yeah, you guys get dressed up. Yeah, get dressed up and come out here, and we'll do a little fashion. Will show. puts on a <laughs> puts on a tux, and Lena puts on a big gown. Well. <laughs> uh, Bridgerton. Have you been watching that? No, my mom really wants to get me on that. Yeah. But were you roasting it this morning, Will? What? Were you roasting Bridgerton this morning? Yeah. Huh. Sort of. Will, Why? Will no likey. Why does No, it? no, no. no. I, I, it's not that I don't like you. I'm not on the podcast. Hey, Will's not <laughs> okay. on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's hard for us to do this too. It's hard. We're right. also not getting paid for it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, I want to talk about the Britney Spears documentary, and then I want to do our the Valentine's Day special. That's right. So we okay. So we requested questions on Instagram about love and about sex and. We got way fewer than we wanted. Embarrassing. Yeah. We got owned. Yeah. And it was funny because I got a message from Felipe this morning that was like, I posted on Instagram to solicit questions. I hope we get some or this will be sad. And then I, and then he didn't get any. And then I was like, oh, but when I post, I'll get a bunch. I know. I thought Sarah, Sarah was plan B. I did got two. I got two, but that's definitely not enough. So. Um, I got five. So. so if you have questions about sex or love that problems you're going through, please put them in the chat. Right? Is that absolutely? A- put them in the chat, or if you need the privacy of it being anonymous, you can still DM us. Oh, that's there. right. Yes, DM us during the show. We we're also gonna make a Zoom, but it's too late. For we we're gonna make a Zoom, but it's too late. And we know sometimes people get overwhelmed by being on the Zoom and yeah. deciding whether or not to do it. And we don't want you guys to be stressed because it's Valentine's Day. And Valentine's Day is a no stress holiday. No, it's about just good vibes and feeling sweet. So let's see. So send me questions on Instagram if you have any. It can be about anything, or it can just be a suggestion for something to talk about. Yep. Yeah. People do like it when we talk about sex. And in fact, I, w- I won't spoil it, but one of the, qu- the one of the two questions I got was about <laughs> Sam's sex life. <laughs> yes. And since he's not here, we can really do a tell. Yeah, we can really go yeah. in. We can really yeah. go in. I was, uh, th- um, I was thinking it would be funny to say that w- Sam was on a mission trip. I don't know why it occurred to me. Oh, it'd be funny. funny if we said Sam's on a mission he's trip. He's on a mission trip. Yeah. That's just something he does. And he doesn't talk a lot about it, but that's because he's modest and he does yeah. it for God. Yeah. He's in Haiti. So. <laughs> doing missionary work. Yep. Um, wait, so we're talking about the Britney Spears I wanted Spears to talk about the Britney Spears thing because I haven't watched it because I think it's going to make me too upset. Oh, wait, here I was thinking that you had a take, but you oh, didn't even no, watch no. it. No, <laughs> I was going to have you tell me about it. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. We don't so have to do it. We don't have to do work. it. Yeah. Um, what do you want me to tell you about it? Um, well, I guess you sort of started t- texting me about this that like, to me, Britney Spears, I now know her to be this person who just like seems kind of like uh, her mind is like blank and she doesn't seem like all there anymore. Yeah. And if in the documentary, she really seems like a cool dynamic person when she's younger and you can see the like loss of her sense of self because that's what I'm scared of. Yeah, uh, that's 100 percent what happens. That's what it's about. You okay. see her young <laughs> and you're like, this person's so 
charming, smart, with it, mm-hmm. present, talented. Yes, beautiful. and yeah. in, in interviews, and obviously she gets, you know, destroyed in every interview. You just get to watch her be like, ask the most awful, humiliating questions, and mm. then at the end, you're like, man, what's going through your head? She's like, it's just she's got this thousand yard stare. She's just wow, that's just too much. Yeah, damn. I mean, I guess it would be unfair. I, pr- I guess the one thing I came away from it was like. There's so much that we don't know that I don't want to suit. I don't want to make too many assumptions. Um, it, it would be easy to say that that time in her life sort of uh, fried her brain or something, but it's like I don't. I don't know what's wow. going on. I Does don't the know documentary I, not discover that much? They just no. There's like a bunch that they can't find out, which is why I'm like kind of hesitant even to like be. I don't know. It's not mm. that no one. <laughs> no one's asking me to take <laughs> no, a I'm position. Asking you, I'm no, asking no one's asking me to take a position, but I'm just like, oh, there's so much we don't know about it about what's like happening behind closed yeah. doors that I just don't even want to like speculate. Well, that's funny. Cause I keep seeing people review it on letterboxd and give it three stars and, but not comment on like why they don't think it's that good of a documentary, which kind of annoys me. As I've told the people in the Raisin nation use letterboxd to give an earnest review of the film that other people can use to decide whether or not they want to watch it. When people don't do that, I'm like, why is it going to keep getting three stars? Cause it's not that. Wait, so what do they write? They put three stars. They just put they something about what? Britney. They love Britney Spears or yeah just something I guess not enough to give her five stars yeah not enough to give her five stars that's her story do you think that people give it three stars because they don't like what happened in the documentary I think so I think people are simple yeah yeah if they're like (laughs) I didn't like I I was sad for the character so I'm giving the movie three stars Yeah. yeah. Some, some chocolate. Oh, I have a chocolate for you that Julia gave me. That for for me from Julia? Yeah. I mean, wow. don't expect too much. Wow. But you know I what? expect something. I'm not even going to. It's really far away. And okay. it would interrupt the flow of the show. But I do have a little chocolate for you. Okay. So you can thank, thank you. Julia for that. Thank you, Julia. Um, My girlfriend said we can't watch the documentary tonight because it will be too sad. That's uh, the chat. Uh, yeah. So Emma says she wasn't involved in the making of the doc. I believe it. Why would Emma have to add that? That Britney wasn't involved in the making of the doc. Oh, I thought they were saying <laughs> his girlfriend was involved in the making of the doc. I thought I didn't even think I didn't even think <laughs> we that. didn't even have made that leap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, what was another takeaway? I don't know. It's just sad. It's sad. It's a sad lady. Do you want? I have a spoiler, but it was it was give bone it, chilling. Give it, give it, Final give scene it. of the movie. Yeah. Um, do you really not want to hear about this? Really? Well, wow. Will's serious? like covering his ears like a little baby. <laughs> There's a they chose they chose this great video from her Instagram to finish out the movie. Oh wow. So this is a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear the spoiler, <laughs> turn off the podcast right yeah, now. Here we go. Um but, but the final vi- they show videos from her Instagram and uh the final one that they show, she's in a tub, but she's filming so you don't see her naked, but she's in the tub, like taking a bath and she's filming and she goes, Look at this little rose. She goes, you see this rose? Isn't it so pretty? She shows you this rose. And then she squishes it. And it like, and it just squishes. And she goes, it's soap. It's fake. It's just soap. And she's just squishing it in silence. And you watch her destroy this rose. Hmm. And that's how the documentary ends. Hmm. Hmm. Well, there's something there. Isn't that yeah. bone chilling? Yeah. I it it it, it sent a chill down my spine. It sends a chill down my spine. And it's something I'm really going to have to think about what that means i watched it twice <laughs> because i've just i i went back i was like i need to see that again mm-hmm. yeah wow well i'm still not i'm not gonna watch it because that makes me upset yeah the whole yeah thing, you so. should i mean if you think it will make you upset then uh, <coughs> then don't watch it unless you want to be upset sometimes i do 
Yeah. Yeah. Well. I guess that's all there is to say about it. That's all there is to say about it. I mean, I think, yeah, that's all. I think that someone made the point that they were like, oh, you know, the documentary is like denounces all of the um, attention that she got when the paparazzi were obsessed with her. And but then it's like the documentary also feels a little sensationalistic and you can't help but feel a little bit like. Oh, I'm also participating in what the people... It's so do. true. Yeah, I felt that way about when the Michael Jackson documentaries come out. I always say Michael Jordan, but I got, I got it right. It was a Michael yeah, Jackson Michael documentary. Um, Whereas, like, when they do, like, news-tertainment, tell-all documentary reveal, even if they make it aesthetically serious and investigatory and, like... <clears throat> Like, they're the good guys making it. I still am like, this is bad, something bad. Or I'm watching this to be entertained. I scrolled through Netflix, and I found this, and I put it on. Like Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, salacious, and you kind of feel... Yeah, and I was thinking about that, and I was like, oh, is there really a purpose to watching something like that? Like, a lot of times I feel like I, I already know the shape of what the bad thing is. I feel this way with the Britney Spears thing. I know the shape of the bad thing. It's misogyny, uh, it's celebrity culture, and it's, like... Um, the commodification of the sexuality of like an unwilling participant, like all of this stuff that I'm like, I get that. And it's that, but really extreme and sad. And the details, I don't know, but I can guess. Um, so I don't need to watch it. But then I've also heard that like people who are subjects of those kinds of documentaries, maybe not Britney Spears and celebrities, but of like issue related docs do appreciate their suffering being fully envisioned. And then other people sitting with it and seeing it just for the sake of being like, did you see what happened yes. to us? Yeah, Does but anybody it, know? But, there's yeah. not, but Britney Spears did not come out. In fact, the only thing that Britney Spears said was this weird-ass tweet. Did you see it? Where she was like, we never know yeah. what's happening behind the the lens of the camera, so you mm-hmm. should think that those people have so a... Weird. And then like a little camera emoji, a little flower emoji, and you're like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I was thinking more of like documentaries about refugees that go on extremely harrowing journeys and like little rusty boats I think across that's different. the ocean. Yeah, I think yeah. that's probably it's <laughs> <laughs> a different experience. Yeah. yeah. Um but I, I don't know. Um you want to get to some of these quest these questions? Yeah, let's get to these questions. Let's do let's do our Valentine's Day episode. You know, what do you want to do one of your questions first? Um you know uh yeah well I actually wasn't asked for any advice. Oh <laughs> like the questions are things that aren't <laughs> advice. One, <laughs> All right. One is a question about my opinion about. The <laughs> hmm. And then the other one is a question about Sam. And then the other one's a question about Sam. Did you get asked for advice? <laughs> no, I didn't get asked for advice. I just got asked uh, for about stuff. <laughs> this is a, yeah. Uh, Which is I didn't even a- I didn't ask to be asked for advice. Why would anyone ask me for advice about this know. kind of thing? I mean, let's get yours first, and then I'll then we'll start. Okay. Uh, well, wait. First, can you tell about um, what happened to you on Hinge today? Oh my God! <laughs> Incredible. Okay. So number one, um, so number one, uh, I had matched with someone on Tinder, and then it was a bad conversation. So you're on Tinder and Hinge. I'm on yes, but I matched with someone on Tinder many months ago. We had a f- brief conversation, and then she left me hanging. It was like not an interesting conversation, oh. boring ass conversation. You were so sad. You know, no, not even, <laughs> not even. I was just like, ah, whatever. And then we matched on Hinge, and I said, hey, we matched on Hinge, and on Tinder. And then my good friends helped me craft a little text, gave her my number. I thought it was not gonna work. She texted me today. 
She said, here I am. So just straightforward. Felipe was not using the chat in the app to sort of chit chat and joke around. No. He just said, we matched on both apps. We're done. Here's yeah. my number. We're, it's got to happen. Yeah. And while we're hearing that this was Lena's idea. Yes. Lena, Lena, Lena uh, encouraged me and Very coached cool. me with, along with Will. Very me. cool. But then something else happened. I was going through Hinge and then I see an extremely hot girl. And then... Hinge said extremely extremely hot. Yes, more hot than anyone that I had seen before. And then Hinge said, um, we think that this is a perfect match for you, which it had not said before. And I thought Which I didn't even know there was a function on the app. And I wonder they, they editorialize about the matches. And I wonder what do they know? Because all I put is I'm liberal or no, I didn't even put liberal. I just put other <laughs> and then I put male looking for female and I'm from Connecticut. Other. <laughs> It's like, what do they know that this is a match? But indeed, you can just tell someone's vibe. I was like, this person, incredible. And then all her answers were funny jokes. Wow. And are your answers funny jokes? My answers are funny jokes. Can you give us an example, or do you not want to say what's on your points on your profile? Um, I uh, let me just. You can do one, whatever the funniest. Yeah, I said, uh, what is a big the biggest risk you've ever taken in your life? And I wrote, being myself, and then the prayer hands. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, fine. It's, it's fine. Doesn't tell me anything about it's you fine. besides that you're glib and irreverent. Yeah, I but I think that that's better than saying like what you want in your whole life. Yeah, because that's he says it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's not what you. You're right. You're right. You're right. You don't want to like when you meet someone for the first time. They're not right. telling you everything they want. You they're being funny, and then you go, "That person's funny." That's the way in. That's right. Yeah. So that's what you said, and then you sent this message. And then to the one that the hinge said that I was perfectly suited for, I said, the app is telling me we're perfectly suited for each other. Wow. <laughs> so that's all. And then has she answered that? Uh, she Can you check? Let me check. Wow. It doesn't look like The app is telling me we're perfectly suited for each other. I wonder what the algorithm is like for determining that, because that means the AI is sensing your sense of humor. Or it must be related to like who you guys swipe on, or like I, I honestly have no idea. I have no clue, but I don't doubt that it's more powerful than anything that I could do myself with my own brain. Absolutely. Do, can you confirm that it's a powerful algorithm? We're reading about it right now. What is in the well, algorithm? The Gale algorithm? It's called the Gale, the Gale Sharpley Holy algorithm. Holy shit, so it's not like <laughs> just a... And it worked on you. And won the Nobel Prize for Wait, romance. The, the Gail Sharpley <laughs> in the field of romance and love. The Gail Sharpley algorithm won a Nobel Prize. Tell us more. It's been around since the sixties. It's been around since the sixties. And this girl is 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 twenty twenty one all the way through. She's a modern girl. So How can the it fact that this old algorithm it picked up on what's cool about her is yeah. unbelievable. This old yeah. ass dusty algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How? Wait, I don't understand. How can an algorithm from the sixties be what's on Hinge? So what is machine learning? Machine learning. Machine learning was back around back in the sixties? Yeah, I guess so. Well, algorithm is just on paper, so I mean they took the thing that's existed since then. It was used for the stable marriage problem. For the stable marriage wow, which is So they had it on paper before there was a mathematician who wrote algorithm and then he was like, Someone could fuck using this. <laughs> and it's like, but we don't have the technology to put it well, into practice. Well, but we have the algorithm and one day if we can get <laughs> a system and everyone in the system we can deploy it. Theoretically wow. people could fuck with this equation. That rules. <laughs> so um I really need to know what it does. Um, Alex says, or maybe it's a, ch oh. it goes off three things. It uh, goes information you put into your profile. All three things. Information you put in your profile. Which you probably, you know. The other. Can I put you the mic in front of your mouth so you can just read these? Sure, sure. 
here's our expert will need been on uh, the gail sharply the algorithm information you plug into your profile your actions within the app such as who you choose to like and or message and who you pass on and then what type of people like and comment on your profile so you only ah. have one, two of those three well wow. but okay okay well so algorithm on netflix goes I like to watch Pulp Fiction, and then I also watch Reservoir Dogs. So then you go to watch <laughs> Pulp Fiction, and and then and then Netflix says, "Oh, you like Pulp Fiction? You know, Felipe also like Reservoir Dogs, so that works." But in a heterosexual context, I'm only swiping on women. This person, presumably, I don't know, but let's just say, is only swiping on watch men. Reservoir Dogs. She's a woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So there's no way for the algorithm to know. How would it overlap? I don't know. I don't really understand what's going on. <laughs> hmm. But it was, I saw, if the app hadn't told me that, I would have looked at her and been like, this this girl's cool. This girl's cool, and you would have known. But they let you know, and then that gives you a little inroad to be like, this is, some, something's here, and we need to look further. I felt a true connection, and it was corroborated by the Gail Hartley algorithm. Yeah, I'm really curious about, like, people who are on apps for a long time. I've never gone on a date from an app. I almost did with someone because they were a, an intercept writer. And that, Holy to me, crap. I was like... Was it Jeremy Scahill? It was Alex Emans. Who's that? Um, like, uh, I don't know. A reporter on, like, global political, whatever Holy crap. they talk, write about at the intercept. Yeah. And um, we just, like, canceled and tried to reschedule, and then it just didn't happen. And that... Was yeah. he older? He was, like, 25 or something. I was, like, 22 or 3. Wow. Yeah. That would have been a sick matchup. That would have been cool. Yeah. Been really cool. Yeah. So that didn't work. That was the only time I almost went on a date. Other than that, I've only ever been on the app for like a couple of weeks. And then I'm like, it's something, it just makes me feel upset and kind of sick. And I have to t turn it off. So like, I wonder if people either find someone within the like first five weeks of being on it and then they get off of it. Or there really people on there like months searching for their partner, like earnestly answering the messages they get. Or oh, also, I remember this, that you could sort of tell people who'd been on it for a long time because they had a certain like way of talking or something. Or they knew all the tropes of like the platform and like, yes. yeah, had all this sort of attitude about their time being wasted and all these ideas that I was like, hey, I'm new. Yeah, I don't know chill out. about all that. <laughs> chill out. I'll waste your time if I want. Like, Well, I remember when I moved here, Sam was like at the peak of his um, of his. Uh, app dating uh, life and he had all these like techniques or he would ask like a funny question right off the bat yeah. like he would do shit that's like, like that. that master of none shit is yeah. that a master of none yeah Aziz Ansari's thing is always asking like his first line on apps is like I'm going to Whole Foods later do you want anything and he just like sends it off it's like and uh, there's a montage of him sending it's like 15 people man they should have yeah. given that show a chance I think they're bringing the show back no they're doing another season no yeah is that not right Seth confirm they're doing another season wow. of master of none because they've decided it's all kind of cooled uh, off. Aziz Ansari escaped the Gorlock pit. <laughs> he was yep. in the Gorlock pit and he climbed out. Yep. Wow. Happy for him. Confirm. Seth confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> Aziz Shooting in London. Coming back. Coming back. <laughs> Shooting in London. I saw the first episode and I hated it. Really? I thought it was. I thought it was horrible. cute. I thought it was cute. I didn't finish watching it. It got to be too. Um, sweet where i was like oh it's a show where like you kind of wish you were the characters and in their romance i hate when that's like yeah. part of it it's like twilight type you want to look at like abject human beings yes <laughs> i never want to be and i'm disgusted <laughs> by thinking that i actually am them yeah. yeah and it's inescapable um can we also read or is this too much really tell me if it's too much the the screenshots that you sent me of where you do the bit and the person you're messaging with takes the bit too far. Oh, I'm afraid that like it's conceivable that this bit she's listening <laughs> right now. <laughs> listening. Yikes. All, is, all there funny. is to say is just I was doing a bit <laughs> with someone and um, it was kind of dumb. 
It was just a dumb little start. bit. So it, but I thought it was like cute. It was enough for you to do the bit. It was like there was cute. enough gas in the tank for that bit, what you did. But Yeah, but there was a moment where I was like, okay, bit's over. And she went a third beat. And I was like, no, 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 no. let it rest. Let's move on, move on, move <laughs> let on. Let it go, let it go. We had a nice yeah. time with that and you had to move on. But that was a big tell, you know. It's like you got to know when to when to finish it. Totally. <laughs> um, do you feel sort of exposed being back on Hinge where like, I feel like I am not usually on apps, but I will hear about who's on them almost immediately. I feel like as soon as they get on them, I'll get texts to be like, oh, this person's single now. They're like, I saw them on the apps yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I feel like even if you're not on them, you still know who's on them. And there's something about that. I don't know if it's shameful or like what you feel about that. Um, but like everyone I Brooklyn could, Comedy I could, knows. <laughs> I could think of maybe like a handful of people who I would feel embarrassed about them seeing me on there, but it's like not, not in I just think in particularly way. embarrassing about it. It's just like you're no. out there. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't, I don't care. It doesn't, I can't think of why it would be. I guess only because, like, I try to be funny online, and then on the app, I'm trying to be cute. Trying to be cute, trying to be loved. Yeah. <laughs> so to love others. There's nothing funny about that. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing yeah, funny, funny about that. I really like you sending me the back and forths that you have. Do you like that? I feel like that's such level one, bottom of the barrel content. Oh, yeah, for me to read? No, no I, I don't know. Fun. I'm like, I hope Sarah doesn't think this is annoying. No, I, just I think it's so funny because <laughs> I found it impossible. Like, I was overwhelmed. Like, being on the apps like an existential crisis for me. One, to, like, evaluate people based on what they looked like. I know that's, like, a corny thing to say, but it really bothered me i was like we've been told for my entire life i've been told that this is not how you decide whether or not you're interested yeah, it's in other just people's. for losers yeah uh, internet internet dating is for yeah reprobates yeah but i also just mean no the idea of like judging people by what they look like oh that's what, that's what you mean you're not supposed to do <laughs> yeah. yeah when i was a kid my parents told me never to go on okay then, then i had it was a failure yeah <laughs> no i just don't like that part of it and then i also found it just seemed so random to me that even if i found someone conceivably looked like someone who i could imagine myself dating where to begin and like why would we god didn't mean for us to meet and that's why we don't know each other and you we can't like do this you can't spit in the face of destiny no, you can't no, try to no. like oedipus you'll find yourself at having clawed out your eyes at exactly. the end of the story exactly you have to know one person i know or god didn't mean for us to meet isn't yeah. there one of those apps that does that yeah there is is that wh what is that one it's like through your facebook network that it that's hinge. Is that hinge? So they already solved it. Yeah. Hinge. Why is that called that? Carly said you should be attracted to your partner, though. You should be attracted <laughs> to your sure, partner. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know when people say things where you're like, oh, you're, work you're thinking about this in your own life, and you're working through this thing in your own life? What do you mean people say that? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm like, why is why is Carly saying that? Of course yeah, you should well, be attracted to your partner. She's saying that because I'm at getting all like high oh, that you about shouldn't not judging people by what they look like. I think that you. Sh I think that what whether or not you should is what people do. You know, you see someone. Sure. Like, yes. What you get? No, I know, but I I feels like it. It really it bumps for me to, mm. to do it so explicitly. Like the veil is lifted completely if it's just like left, right, left, right, left, right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a bunch of other things that aren't looks though that you're picking up on. You know, it's like vibe. Um, yeah. Cool that's photos. All. Cool Whether photos. Or not they have someone who takes cool. And then they, they put a, a little sense meme of what the cool photos are. They put a meme them. on the third one. They put a meme on the third one. Which you like is, that? Yeah. Mm. If put, uh, no, actually, usually <laughs> when they put a meme, I'm like, this isn't for me. All the skater boys ghost me, and all the old men are emotionally unavailable. What do I do? That's a great advice question. Oh, boo like Bambi. Hey, how are you? Is that someone that you know? Yes. Nice. Uh, That's funny. Hot Steps has been going off, and we have not. Uh, 
address anyone. They keep they keep doing um, emoticons. Hot Stepsis also says hello to Will and thank you. Hot Stepsis yeah. like wanted you in the wants in the you video. on the show. <laughs> I don't know who Hot yeah, Steps is, but they really Steps like you, yeah. Will. Because <laughs> you did all that research for us to sort of substantiate the show a little more and, and give us something. Okay, yeah. do we want to read some of these questions? Let's do some of these questions. We'll do them anonymously. Yeah. Okay. I think this is a funny one because the person who sent it thinks it's a bad question, but I think it's a good question. Um, have you ever done food sex stuff? What's food? Uh, wait. Like uh, sexual stuff with food. With food. Huh trying to think i'll say this while you think um but i'll also answer um i remember when i was a little kid i went on the disney cruise with my parents in like third grade and the disney cruise is a cruise that is sure. to the disney island <laughs> which is like <laughs> in the bahamas holy crap and they have they have their own island is it, it man-made or is it a straight up i want to be colonized it's island. shaped like mickey mouse head <laughs> but i think it's just a regular island holy and um it, but it's owned by disney and everything is disney-fied and, and it's really in intense and um I was on the Disney cruise and I had this really bad experience where I went to like there, there's like a daycare so that parents can like go to the sports bar or like get massages and stuff. And I always hated like summer camp, organized games, being made to play kickball if I didn't want to. So the idea of like having to go to the daycare and meet just like kids on the cruise ship where I like, Horrible, I don't know yeah. the kids on the cruise ship. Yeah. And like, I also never have someone and they, who and like, plus they all know each other. They all know each, other. They all know each <laughs> other from the, the cruise circuit. And like, I'm, also a kid that if i'm at the beach and i'm seven years old and another little kid comes up to me in the ocean is like let's play today i say no really yeah big time no. that's so surprising i would have thought that you would be at let's play I, for two hours get to know you no way no way wow. <laughs> just let me do my own thing we don't know each other we don't know each other this isn't going anywhere There's no point yeah what if you're seven and the kid comes up to you and then you're like do i know you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are you what? what do you want to do <laughs> pretend yeah no i would do that i would always say no to playing with other kids my parents would get mad at me i get in trouble for not being more sort of friendly and magnanimous <laughs> but i didn't want to i so think that's the way to get your kid to do that more be mean to, get to them, them in trouble yeah get them in trouble <laughs> make them feel like shit <laughs> so then they're angry when other kids approach them and they have to play with them because they know they're gonna get in trouble anyway i was on the disney cruise i had to go to it was called the oceaneers club um and it was like daycare and i didn't want to go but there was a system where like they gave you uh like a walkie-talkie and they gave one to your parents too so that you could talk to them and be like i'm ready to go now uh, and this was before sweet. kids had cell phones i guess and uh it was sweet and that made me feel like i was like it's gonna be okay i, I also hated not having control I, was, I didn't like being a kid basically at all you it, could like, always sucked wait um that's kind of sweet yeah that's <laughs> so surprising you were you just yeah. like high strung high strung and i was just like stop making me do stuff all the time there's a program for what you have to do yeah yeah, there's like yeah. activities kids are supposed to be doing activities always right activities now. always like think about this now do this now and you don't know when you're gonna get to, to eat a snack or go inside you know like the idea of being <laughs> like, <laughs> it just sucks <laughs> it sucks <laughs> i have so many bad memories of being a kid or like you know like it's cold and you still have to go to recess <laughs> and like stand in the field even there's snow on the ground and no one gives a shit and that's just what you have to do yeah hated it hated it so oh, okay. dreading going to Oceaneer School. And I had an older brother who's two years older than me, but there was a cutoff. So I got into a younger age group and he got to go to an older 
Like he got group. to go to older group, older group, oh, yeah, no. which sucked because like my brother was always like my extremely good friend and really looked out to, for me. And he was um, always voted like friendliest boy in really? school. He would win friendliest boy in the yearbook. That's so sweet. he was my ally, but he wasn't with me. I was on my own, and uh, I wasn't enjoying myself. I was not talking to any of the kids, not engaging at all, not refusing to be. Even like the adults who worked there were like trying to get me in with people, and I was like, won't do it, can't do it. Um, and I, after I'd been there for like two hours, I like walkie talking to my parents and I was like, all right, that's enough. You radioed out. <laughs> yeah, we're done. We're done. Come Get to me the out drop point. Over. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Extraction. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't stand it. And, um, they didn't radio me back. And, um, I just kept like kind of calling them and being like, Hey, I'm ready to go. You guys. And they like weren't radioing me back. And it makes me upset even to talk about it. Cause I. Do you I think that they so were just like, oh, Sarah, like needs to, to, Sarah needs to like wait a little longer. It's been like 20 minutes. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, okay, they're just making me do this. Um, and the time just kept going by. And then it got to be like late to the point where I was like, we had plans Whoa. to like see meet Cinderella in the lobby. <laughs> like, whatever the fuck. Um, and they didn't come and get me <laughs> for our plans. And I was still there and I kept reading them and they wouldn't radio me back. And I was really stressed. And then Did at this cry? point, I was Cause I was always like my crying. parents were killed <laughs> my parents yes, have been crying, killed crying 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 and um i remember the only person who at that point like all the other kids were just like who's the girl's crying <laughs> like so annoying you're in the you're that in the buccaneers girl. club at the disney resort <laughs> yeah, totally we're in a ship we're in the ocean like we're having a good time we're only here to have a good time um and we had to go to dinner together and it, i like sh- got my tray of food at the restaurant it was cafeteria style and i had to sit down somewhere with the fucking buccaneers <laughs> it was like tables of six and um the only person who was nice to me who cared that i was crying was um a woman who had an intellectual disability and i think she was probably like 30 years old or something but she was at the club with all the kids uh-huh. and that i didn't understand what that was and that really upset me but she was the only person who was nice to me and was like come come sit with me which is so sweet and um but i didn't think it was nice i thought it was scary and i went with her and we sat at this table and the other girls at the table were like so well adjusted it was like they had been at the Buccaneers club for years <laughs> they were like they were like, they were like popular girls in the club in the yeah club. and they were like cool and they like knew what was up and they were at the table and now i'm getting to the point of how this relates to the question they were talking about sex and we were like eight years old and um one of them had an older brother who sounded like a really like cool guy and she was telling the story about how her brother had had sex for the first time and that the girl had like put whipped cream like all over her body and then he had like licked it off and like told this like story about eating food off of her tits Isn't that and from stuff. A movie? I guess it's also from a movie. It's is the one with Freddie Prince Jr. What's the movie called? It's like a teen movie, and in fact, they make fun of it on Not Another Teen Movie. Anyways, but finish up. Yeah, so they were just, just, just telling this story, and I had no idea that this kind of thing was in like the purview of like sexual activity, and the, like kids were talking about it, and I was just sitting there crying, like listening to these girls who are having a great time, like having this conversation. <laughs> these eight-year-old yeah. girls talking about <laughs> sex or brothers <laughs> having? Food sex stuff, yeah. And, uh... It just made everything even worse for me. I was like, and now this thing I didn't even know about that I'm going to have to do when I'm older. Yeah. That I, like, no one told me. Already it's so cream. stressful for yeah. kids to think about sex. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, now there's all this other stuff. Yeah, it really uh, it really freaked me out. And so then, and in the end, it turned out that my radio was broken 
and that my parents hadn't heard from me all day and they thought that I was having such a good time and because I had such a hard time getting along in those kind of situations they were like if Sarah's having a good time and she's not radioing let's just yeah, leave her yeah she's uh, yes yeah, she's, she's like finally thriving <laughs> she's finally breaking <laughs> through exactly wow so they left me there all day and night yeah and then only at the very end when it was like closing down they come to get me and I was like <laughs> just totally broken down <laughs> <laughs> honestly and though I feel like I get it you know your parents wanted to have a good time mm-hmm. for a little while Big time, yeah. Not hang out with me. That's yeah, so paid a lot of money. Sweet, yeah. Sarah. So that that's cute. That's how I know about food sex stuff. But I don't think I've ever done it. I was honestly just thinking about that's how nice. like I've I had I had like an eating disorder for a long time when I was younger, and I've had such a fucked up relationship with food that I can't imagine it being connected to pleasure for me mm. like i just i just nothing would be sexy about mm. like about having to eat having to <laughs> eat while you're having sex like it would just make that's me funny feel even like licking like chocolate syrup off of somebody's pussy uh, or whatever <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm licking syrup off someone's <laughs> pussy maybe um yeah. no no i don't think so i that seems also like it, would, <laughs> it seems also like it would be uncomfortable or like the person would then get like an infection or something. Yes, that actually is now reminding me of this other thing that girls at the table at the Ocean Ears Club were talking about. They said that um the guy, her brother's girlfriend, had put um food inside of her pussy and like eating it out of and I was just everything about oh this was so God, shocking. Like it's a bowl. Yes, like, like the pussy bowl. became like a bowl. It was a bowl, yeah. Um and I've never done that either. Uh, do you I feel like those kids were fibbing. You think? <laughs> How do they know Kids about talk it? so much shit. Like they How do they know about it? Said it was Starbursts. They said that she put Starbursts in. How yeah. old was her brother? Did you get a sense? <laughs> <At> like 16. <laughs> oh, God. But I think like sometimes young people do really crazy shit that then when you get older, you're like, oh, you don't need to do that. You don't need that. to do that. Nobody it's does too that. Much. <laughs> it's just too much. Nobody does that. But when you're young, you're like, yeah, we have to do all that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would be the only reason because that sounds... It's like a bowl. <laughs> it sounds difficult, too, because then it's like the Starbursts are in and you're like, ah, I got to fish them out mm-hmm. and then... Are you sure you got them all? Yeah, and there's yeah. like, it's like oh, it's uncomfortable. It's going in too deep. And plus, yeah. sugar like dissolves. Um, I had a friend who... Sugar dissolves. I had a friend <laughs> who put a Skittle in his eye, in his eyelid and it went <laughs> behind his eyeball. <laughs> And um, and uh, and he told me that the way that he got out is just to dissolve in uh, behind his eyeball, and that he had a really oh strong God. headache for like a bunch oh of days. Isn't that that's awful? Horrible. That's awful. So that's what would happen if that's you put a starburst in your pussy. Damn. I think I don't think. But it wouldn't be that egg. bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Oh, hot steps is squeamish. We learned. Last I know. Episode, hot steps so doesn't sorry. like this stuff. Yeah. It's a, we're doing another sex episode. Uh, we're getting shut up from Edie. Oh God, people yeah. are disgusted. Everybody's grossed out. <laughs> yeah, the viewers are up during food sex section. Says Jeremy. Yeah, Skittle Eye. Yeah, uh, Skittle Eye is horrible, right? Yeah, and people call and people call them Skittle Eyes. They call them Skittles, <laughs> which I thought was like one of those nicknames that's like kind of a stretch. It's like, come on, okay, he did that. We're not. No one's calling them that. Come on, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um. So no, have you? Guys You've never done. Do you want to ask them? Have you guys done food sex stuff? Do you, actually, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. Pass. No, no from Will. No from Lena. Hmm. What? I'm trying to think of like what the most appealing version of that would be, but I can't think of what it is like. Putting. Um, yeah, I can't. Something on the something on the nipple because the nipple's like on the outside, you mm-hmm. know. 
Because yeah. any inside stuff, it's like then, and then you're you got to clean up is, is too much. <laughs> put a bunch of chili in someone's <laughs> yeah. pussy. You know? Yeah. Um, so that was a great question. Yeah, that was pretty good. Did the skittle eye change the color of the skittle? Well, I guess he wouldn't know because it was in his eye. Right? Someone eating while you est their D. Someone eating while you est their D. That's what Edie's Someone saying. Eating. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> 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 that's kind of cool. Eating a pizza. I'm sucking your dick and you're eating a pizza. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> See, even then, it's like, I would... The, you know, anytime I'm eating and someone asks me to do anything else, I'm like, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let me just finish this and clean my hands yeah. and then I'll do the thing. Interesting. Even if it's something simple. So yeah. it's like I, if if I was, you know, I wouldn't want that. I'd just be like, hold on, wait, just wait yeah. till I finish this pizza. I, yeah. I also have a food related anxiety that's not like an eating disorder, but I have a, a fear of developing an allergy to food at any moment. Like uh, just an irrational anxiety wow. that I will eat something, even if I've eaten it before, that suddenly I'll be allergic to it. Um, that I also just think like, I don't want to eat a bunch of, I don't want to eat anything weird <laughs> while I'm having sex. So. You think that if you were... Oh, so you're not saying about putting stuff in your puss. You're saying no. if you were eating while having sex, you I would become like, allergic to it? Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> I just like uh, something about... Yeah, I just... I was trying to relate to your thing about like, I just don't want eating to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. eating's not part of sex. It's so not part of it. If so. you're eating during sex, you're weird. <laughs> 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 Get out of the chat. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Worst date you've ever been on? <coughs> um... Honestly, I heard someone say this recently, and I can't remember off the top. I can't. I don't think I've ever had like a particularly, a particularly bad date. I'm trying to hmm. think. Oh, um, <laughs> I did go on <laughs> the thing that happened with that person who <laughs> during Trump's election. Oh, yep. <laughs> um, during Biden's election. Biden's election. Yeah. Wait. So you go first if you have one. I, I'm trying to think of something. Worst date. I don't think I've been on anything that was really bad either. I um don't go on like a lot of blind dates. So usually um, if I'm on a date, it's with someone I already decided that I like. And then the date's fine. Um, I've definitely been on a bad like romantic vacation where the entire time you're like, oh, this is like a disaster. We wasted yeah. our money and our time. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're both having a really bad time, but we can't admit it. And we have to pretend that it's great and yeah. that we're just having a really fun time. And that sucks. And like, I think it's fun sometimes if you're with someone and you're like, but we're in love. So anything can be fun, but not anything. Yeah. When you did, I, re I have a memory of an episode of um, Seinfeld where Seinfeld's going on like a week date with a woman that he's just met. He's mm -hmm. like been dating her for like a couple months and he's going to go on a date. And then George's like, Jerry, you can't, you can't go on a, you know, can't be a week with a person you just met, whatever. And he's like, no, it'll be fine. And then, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> and then he comes back and he's like, it was fucked up or it gets fucked up. And so I've always had that in my head. It's like, you shouldn't go away for a week with someone that, you know, you're not. Yeah. So they, was that the case with you? No, we were in a relationship. Ah, okay. So we just like, ha we chose to go to the beach in March. It had been like hot one random weekend and we were like, wow, it's like hot now. Yeah. Let's like go to the beach <laughs> Summer <next> started. <laughs> yeah. And then we went to the beach far away and it was cold and raining and it was really hard to find somewhere to stay because it wasn't even, the motels weren't even open yet because it wasn't oh the beach. So we just like didn't think about it. And then like his car broke down. We had to get towed. We had to like go to Walmart and buy a new battery for the car. Like, it was just like a t such a nightmare and like he was also a really grumpy person so it was like the worst oh person no. to be in a situation with yeah 
Honestly, I have a, I think that I've had bad days with people I was dating when the relationship was like going bad or like they were like relationship problems. Not like this is a date with a rando, but I remember in college I was with someone and our relationship was like really on the rocks and we took a day trip to yeah. um, Westport or no Newport, uh, Rhode Island, which is like a little, it's like a beach town. It's like a tourist yeah, destination. Yeah, of course. But it was also like February or March. Yeah, it so it was empty. Nothing's open. You have to go to like the shittiest, most expensive restaurant that happens to be open. Totally. Yeah. Or no, it was like a shitty like sandwich place. Oh, and God. she was so disappointed and she was like, you just eat wherever. Like, you don't even care. Oh. And, was, and there was, and our relationship was already so fucked up. That's horrible. <laughs> and it was like, I was like, oh God. And we were just walking through this empty town. Nothing to see. Just cold wind howling wow empty uh beach town that sucks yeah that's yeah. not even but the other thing is like not that's not the kind of story that's like this crazy thing happened it's just yeah like, it was sad yeah yeah i've never been on a date where a really crazy thing happened or anyone like did something really fucked up even it's all just been kind of like oh well that was boring <laughs> yeah the worst date is just a boring date yeah um alex says this is where sam would come in handy i think so too i think sam would have a, a weird story that's like funny when i when i was in france uh when i did a semester abroad in france i remember i arrived and the first thing i did is i got on tinder because i was like i want to meet french people i wanted to talk to people i didn't even want to hook up i was just like i just want to have conversations and i met with this woman named ornella candolo strange that's not even like a french i've not a french name i've ever heard and um she was a white woman which is important which will come in handy in a minute so we talked <laughs> and talked and it was like a fine conversation and then at one point she was like she was like yeah like i really like um marine le pen hmm. so ma this might not mean anything to you but marine le pen is basically like she's like trump she's like mm. trump in france like says insane shit about refugees and like far right wow um she's infamous in france and i was like I was surprised because she was like a young person that was my age and seemed like cool. And she's like, yeah, I love Marine Le Pen. And she liked also, um, I think it was Sarkozy or like, I think the president at the time was also sort of like a kind of a, a nationalist. Like there was like a nationalist tinge. And she's like, yeah, I like worked for his campaign. And I was really drunk. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty left wing. So I don't think we're going to line up on that. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. And then I just never called her back. I was wow. like, this person. Yeah, it's not workable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sucks. That's funny when you like someone tells you something and you're like, yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. But you're like, no, it's not yeah, cool. This and we'll never see each other again. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it sucked because she was very friendly, actually. I liked her, but yeah, I was like, this is, that's, I was, it was really weird to me. And in fact, I don't know that much about French politics, but I knew Marine Le Pen because she's like famous. And I was like, I, I thought that nobody, I didn't imagine I would meet someone who was into her. Yeah. Interesting. I um I thought of two other dates that I've been on that were bad. And it was both because I didn't know that we were on a date. And uh, found out like while I was hanging out with the person, I thought we were just hanging out, or like did I would find out. Did he try to kiss you? No, like oh yes, on one of them. But on the other one, it was like we went to a party together. If anyone who went to Penn is listening, we were at Elmo's in the basement. Elmo's. <laughs> and um, we yeah we, we maybe we went to a dining hall and ate dinner together, and then we went to this party, and we got to the party, and it was just like some guy that I knew who was also like did comedy, and I saw someone at the party who I was like. I have a crush on that guy and he's at the party like this rules <laughs> wait so there was um, lame comedy guy and Hawkeye you wanted and then Hawkeye that I, that I was into was there yeah. and I went and made out with that guy and Very the guy nice. who I came with was like what the fuck oh really <laughs> yeah. he was like we're on a date he really was mad he was like seriously I turn around and you're like making out with like some other guy and I was wow. like wow I had no idea <laughs> and you were and you can imagine from the guy 
who you were there with I was eyes, a bad date. I you was were a bad like date. a horror. Yeah, can you date. imagine? Yeah. You think somebody they start making out with someone? <laughs> yeah, someone way cooler and hotter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why you have to make it clear you're on a date. You have to say the word date. This yeah. is a lesson that I learned from Sam. Yeah, you should always just say date instead of say let's chill or something. Or yeah, yeah. I want to chill. <laughs> you want to hang sometime? Yeah. Um, you want to do the next question? Sure. And if you guys got questions up in the chat, just let them put them in there. But keep in mind, you have to get a tier three subscription to put the questions in the chat. No, I'm just kidding. Put the questions in the chat. Okay. And we're getting more questions as the show goes on. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Wait, are you getting nice the Am it. I getting questions? Uh, yeah. give, it a, give it a look. Let's look. Let's look. What the fuck? I'm not getting <laughs> I'm not getting questions. Let's see. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> There was a question I had already. People had. are tired of you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, am I on people's bad <laughs> Sorry. side. Yeah, I, I guess so. It might be. Okay. What are you most judgmental about in early stages of a relationship? Great question. I'll Go. say this is Emma asked this question. Emma, great question. I don't immediately think of an answer, but I think that's a great question. Most judgmental about in early stages of a relationship. I've always read that um, studies show that the thing people care the most about in first impressions is like whether your teeth are straight and your grammar is correct. No, but that's that like sounds really that sounds like a 19th century yeah. like <laughs> phrenology textbook. Totally, totally. I think people's teeth are kind of weird. I think that's cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, a little gap. Love, love a little gap. A gap. Oh, that's a little twisted. Yeah. <laughs> Just, that's good. just the teeth are coming out like this so they can't fully close their mouth because they sucked their thumb until they were 15. Yep, that's, that's cool. awesome. Um, so I've heard that, but most judgmental about, I don't know, can you think of anything? Well, I don't know. I guess just like vibe, you know, you're with your someone. Vibe, and then, judge your vibe. <laughs> no, but you know how you like know how you like to, how you like someone to talk to you. I guess if someone makes like corny jokes, like if someone says mm. cliches. Mm, they're hack. If they're hack, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like you like people who, are speaking to you in a way that feels like oh you're not making like corny jokes you're and co corny jokes is fine but like cliches you know mm. saying like uh yeah i know exactly what you mean but i can't think of a good example where you like make i i remember um like i i was on a date with someone once and i was talking about uh I got stuck in quicksand once. I told you about that, right? When I went to Iceland. Wait, and then he plagiarized a bit from <laughs> <laughs> He just like did a joke about like there's like a joke that I feel like goes around Twitter that's like childhood cartoons made me think that quicksand was like something I needed to worry about. That's a John Mulaney That's bit. a John Mulaney joke. That's a John Mulaney uh, joke. I didn't register that. Yes. He did that joke. Yeah. And I knew, I didn't know it was a John Mulaney joke, but I was like, that's like a joke and you're telling it to me and you're acting like you thought of that and you don't know that that's like uncool. That is psycho behavior. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> totally. Well, uh, maybe he thought it was because if, if he's a John Mulaney fan and he's like, oh, I'm a fan. And so I'm saying the joke, but I think it's more excusable if you think it's a meme. Like, if you think it's a meme, it's, like, a little more up for grabs as a thing to say to someone. But if but it's even then, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was a meme, and I was like, don't talk, a, do a meme joke. Yeah, I saw that too, to obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's right. Yeah, if someone's doing memes at you, or, or if they, like, talk in a way where they're... I don't know. This is actually, I'm sort of... Sam, this is something Sam told me about someone he had gone on a date with, but they were they would say things like... Uh, I love that for you. I love that for you. Yeah, yeah it's like, don't <laughs> say that to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. Other judgmental stuff? 
gosh, I wish I could think of something. I don't know. I feel like we're both pretty judgmental on it. Yeah, so it's like hard for us to even we're, name it. Something because yeah. it's the entire <laughs> <Everything>. thing. <laughs> it's like it's it's like you don't want to name you want to name the things that are good rather than yes. things that are bad because everything's bad except <laughs> for like a small bad. little hallway of good things. A really specific <laughs> series of behaviors yeah. that you have to master. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> so true. So true. Um yeah, that's funny. Oh, to me, a thing I'm judgmental about, if you're like, um, ah, maybe this is even mean to say, working on applying or thinking about applying to get your master's degree. Well, you don't like <laughs> Wait, That's no the way. thing I wouldn't expect. <laughs> no, what I think that, that sucks. <laughs> Grow up. You don't need to get a master's degree. Don't <laughs> well, stop. That's because you, you have insecurity about getting a master's degree. I don't want to get one. And I think it's stupid and I wish people would stop because it's yeah. obviously a scam and it just like shows that you're a fool. And I, but I'm saying that I know if you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting a master's degree, I know there's all kinds of situations in which it's reasonable. Like social but work master's degree? Like a social work master's degree. You want to be a teacher or just like something happened in your life and you need to like get back on track. There's all kinds of reasons. Yeah. But I just a lot of times see like if you're like 27 and you're like, I want to get my master's degree now in like, I don't know, certain humanities things. Sometimes that just, I don't know. What about an MFA? I think MFAs are cool. I think it's cool. I think it's cool too. I don't know. I, I'm really thinking of a specific person because even as I'm saying this, I'm remembering that. Wow, you're roasting in the other room. Is like we're gonna get a master's degree. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. But oh. certain ones, I just been on a date with someone before. And I'm like, oh, you just are so lost and you don't know. And now you're gonna pay sixty thousand dollars to try to find your way again. And I think that's so. You crazy. think that the, it's not the master's degree itself; it's the feeling that the other person doesn't know what the fuck they want to do, so they're just going back to school. Yeah, and they're gonna just take on more debt, and yeah, which also isn't our fault, but. Uh. Oh, God, uh, Alex says, the person I'm seeing says, I love that for you, and I find it annoying, but I haven't confronted it until now. Oh, no. It's just a verbal tick. <laughs> if you can away. handle it, that's okay. You know, people, I don't know, I just don't, people, some people can handle cliches. Yeah. I said, I said Sarah's being polite about the MFA because she knows I'm in the chat. <laughs> I'm trying to walk it back a thousand percent. It's suddenly yeah, know, coming Sarah's out of so, many, so people. many caveats yes. that it might as well. It's like, no, it's pointless. Yes, and yeah. <laughs> I'm getting an MFA. My fat ass is dreary. <laughs> um, yeah, I get it. I get it. You got to do something with your life. You know, you're only alive for 75 years or maybe a little bit more. Aren't you getting it. an MFA, though? MFAs, I think MFAs are cool. I mean, I guess this isn't what Sarah's I think they're saying. cool. If, if you get them paid for, too, then why not learn stuff? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, Wait, so what was the original question? Well, Deal things, breakers. Things that you're judgmental about early on. Uh, the, another thing I look for, but you don't really know this until later, but it's something I always think about, is like people who are really annoying about... Um, like if you're dating someone and you make plans with them and then you want to cancel the plan and they really give you a hard time about it, I hate that. I hate that. If you see them all the time. Wait, they give you a hard time for canceling? For canceling. Wait, you've had people give you a hard time for canceling plans? Of course. Yeah. For Like, oh, you said we were going to eat dinner. Well, now I'm no, eating dinner not, with someone yeah. else. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Um, just because I feel like it, th I've just been in a relationship before where like we see each other all the time. So like the person that I'm dating is the one who's always like, okay, what are you doing on Friday? And then on Saturday and then on Sunday. And then like, anytime I, I, so I book all these plans with them and then I finally see my other friends and they want to do something cool or fun suddenly. And I'm like, oh, I have to do all these boring plans I already made with the person that I'm dating and yeah. I want to be able to cancel them. Yeah. I think you should be able to cancel. Totally. But also you told me that you are like scared to be flaky. Big time. That we share this like yeah. fear about being flaky. Yeah, totally. Do yeah. Don't like to flake. If you make a plan, you shouldn't. You shouldn't cancel it. Well, I've been. I am. A, I'm terrified of being flaky, and I will. I will try to stick to plans almost like unconditionally. Like I don't. I don't like to cancel plans. But sometimes, 
like in that date that I was saying where I ended up having a very bad, awful conversation with a person, it, I should have canceled the plans. And I knew beforehand, I was like, I'm feeling a ton of anxiety right now. Yeah. I should not see yeah. this person. And then that led me into saying stuff that hurt their feelings. Aww. And then I and the, and then I said and then I thought oh if I had simply said hey I'm feeling kind of weird we shouldn't meet up but I was too afraid of being flaky because I have this thing in my head that I'm like oh if people think I'm flaky it's like wow. the worst I thing you can way be. worse thing which is just like be a, a weird annoying guy yes yes <laughs> yeah. yeah it's hard to know you know sometimes you're anxious you're like ah, I'll get over it I once I see the person. It's hard to know. Yeah, I don't know what the anti-flakiness thing is about for me exactly. I think it's that I used to be so flaky all the time that then I mm. tried to reverse course and now it's like too much. It's compulsive to do the plans. When I was in middle school, the th I was I had a phobia about going to parties. It was just so scary. Like I would in go, middle school? Yes. How many parties are there even? They were so many. <laughs> and kids would grind so nasty wow, at them. Wow, that's funny. They that were sucks. like the sweatiest <laughs> grind fest and they happened often. And I would get invited and I would go and then I would cry for like a week after because i was like i can't grind i can't connect with my friends this is so scary to me like i can't deal with it and then it got to the point where even when i got invited Aww. i would cry and Aww. my dad would say Aww. you have to go because if you don't go people will stop inviting no, you no. so i've that's internalized that i've internalized advice. that that's so funny you don't think that's, <laughs> that's good terrible. advice <laughs> your kid doesn't want to go to like weird pseudosexual kid fuck parties <laughs> like don't make them feel like they have to do that that's you're not gonna get invited <laughs> anymore yeah <laughs> yeah guys i was just Crazy. like i was like it's i gotta crazy. like i gotta like make it through these i gotta i gotta break through and eventually i'll like be able to grind i never could do it it's yeah i, never, I remember standing in front of this girl that i wanted to grind with and i said like do you want to dance but the voice came out like a whisper <laughs> a hoarse whisper out of my throat and oh. the music was too loud i was like i couldn't even it was and so just, you didn't didn't do it i didn't do it no it was terrifying oh god man i i remember the first time i grinded with someone in high school at homecoming um it's so embarrassing the entire time i was just like i couldn't take myself seriously doing it it was just like too ridiculous wait how did it start did the person did he ask you or he you asked like me but it was someone who i had like we were in high school and i had known him in middle school and he had been like a cool middle school kid and i wasn't cool in middle <laughs> school i didn't even really know how to think about what that meant um and he asked me to dance but i feel like it was kind of like a joke in a way or like maybe this is my like, like he was doing one of those like he was uh, like oh wouldn't it be like funny and like weird if like we dance together now at this yeah I, I don't know it was just so like i was this isn't sexual it's not there's not fun like wait when you joke. when you say that you think it was a joke it, is it because he said it like hey wouldn't it be funny or because you're like there's no way this hot guy or like there's he no wasn't way that guy. hot i just think um he just had a, like, everything was a joke. He was, like, a funny, funny guy. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, And he asked me to do this, and I just was like, this is just something we're doing to be, like, ridiculous or... Yeah, I don't know. And you felt, and this whole time you were like, I feel embarrassed? Uh, someone said, what was his name? Is that someone I know from... Oh, is it Sam? Um, Will Whitcop. Um, do, do I feel embarrassed? Did you feel embarrassed at the time? Like, oh, people are looking at me do this. Yes, totally. Thing. And I was like, and everyone knows that I feel weird doing this. And, uh, yeah. and which I now look back and I'm like, no, no one. Everyone is being weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, like no one is really this like. This was high school? Yeah, this was high school. Hmm. Like ninth grade or something. Yeah. And I just was like, this is, it didn't, nothing felt natural about it. And I didn't get it. Yeah. I feel like in my town, kids got their grinding out in middle school. Hmm. Kids grinded so much in middle school. It hmm. was. I just have these memories of these girls like with just the 
like this flat face and these boys just like so focused but like not graceful or nothing just like swinging side to side and these girls just like sweaty faces like grabbing their hips and sort of like swinging mm-hmm. side to side and me just thinking like oh this it's is, horrible this is this <laughs> not look pleasurable yeah but then by high school people had like gotten tired of it really and I, they didn't dance like that they danced like swing dance i think some people grinded but it wasn't like in middle school it was like everybody was grinding it was like the only way to dance but mm. then in high school it was like yes we <laughs> it was a little more you know like <laughs> they were into doing the whole fox trots <laughs> interesting um wait, what was the question originally judge things you judge oh yeah we've yeah. we've talked to that we've we got it we squeezed the juice out of that lemon <laughs> Okay. So you keep getting questions, but I'm not getting Um, Yep, I'm getting more. Okay, next one. Oh, I did get a question. Oh, what'd you get? Opinions on ghosting. Opinions on ghosting. Oh, that's so funny. Who asked that? Is it someone who knows that I ghost? Alex Laird. (laughs) Oh. Funny. Uh, I think ghosting's no big deal. If you... um, What? Yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Holy crap. And I know, and every time I say this, I get this reaction that I'm like, oh, maybe it is a big deal. People seem really, like, bothered by that. If we were dating and we were really spending time seeing each other, I wouldn't ghost. That would be psychotic. But, like, if we go on one date, then I might ghost after that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I just think, like, it's not fair that just because I happen to have a phone means that you can reach me anytime, anywhere in my life and, like, ask me questions and I have to answer them. No. And I know that's not, no one has ever harassed me in any way like that. All I've ever gotten is, like, a text that's like, you want to go on another date? And then I don't answer it. And I do feel bad about it. It it gives me (laughs) anxiety. And I just want it to not matter i don't i don't know like it just doesn't seem fair that i should have to be that stressed about it like that's life we don't know each other and i do think one after day, one date it's like you should get the hint even if it's painful yeah you do you, but it, at the same time as i'm saying this i'm like oh it's so easy though to just text someone and be like no thanks but i think the hard thing for me is like there's not a reason to say and i don't want to just be like oh i'm just not into you or whatever or or sometimes i even thought of being like oh it's a weird time in my life right now something's going on and i'm like i'm not gonna tell that person that no you might not even be true you just say hey no i just don't want to i'm sorry i just don't want something about that is like too harsh or something i'd rather say nothing i'm not interested you think so because i do think it's it's not a crime but i think that if i did go on a date with someone and then they didn't get back to me i wouldn't it's not a big deal, but I would just be like, oh, I wish the person said at least something. Yeah, I mean, I that's know. up that's, to you. That's I don't want to make you stressed because no, it no. seems like you're stressed about it. So. Oh, I'm not stressed about it. I okay. I think it's um, it's sort of a it's not a dignified way to conduct yourself sure. to ghost, but I still do it. Um, Dumblehopper is that is that Sam? Um, is it wrong to nice lie as a ghost? No, I think it's you absolutely should. What's well, nice, like, hey, like you're just, awesome, but you're too hot for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your dick's too big, your boobs yeah. are too nice. I always advise people, like, unless you're, if you're in a real relationship and then you're breaking up with someone, in that case, you should tell them the real reasons. But otherwise, you can just kind of say whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been ghosted. I haven't ghosted in the past by people that I was, like, quite close with. And Aww, it's extremely that painful. sucks. And it's weird. It's really painful. Hmm. Yes. I, like... There's like a few things that a few people who have ghosted me who I like still think about oh. like very often and it it's like such oh. a, it's such a heartache. That makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that's my experience with it. So I guess we're on different side. But the the other side of that is that it's a person I knew pretty well and there was like a whole context. So 
Wow, that sounds diff- like a whole difficult thing. Yeah, that is sad. Because then also it's hard to know. Um, it's like, oh, if I just text them one more time, would then they would they answer? Do they just kind of forget about it or something? No, yeah. I know for sure that what they're doing. <laughs> so I have no doubt about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's funny. I come out in favor of ghosting. I mostly do that, I think, is because I think it's a little, it's sort of funny. Uh, I, <laughs> it's funny to ghost? <laughs> no, it's funny to say that I think ghosting's okay because people seem so up in arms about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, to me, it's just like a weird texting quirk thing. That's like, some people are bad at texting back. Some people never text you back. And then you never see them again. Well, this person from Hinge had like texted me back, said, hey, you know, you give me your number, blah, blah, blah. And I was like hanging out with Julia, like, you know, having a tea. And I was like, I have to let this person know that I got their text. Mm. I was, you know, I had to be like, well, I'm with a friend. That's why I'm not texting. But it's like, I don't know this person. We've exchanged three words. I don't. But I yeah. felt compelled, compelled to, to explain why I wasn't texting back. That's funny. So I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's right or wrong. Yeah. I'll also say that I have been ghosted by people. I, mm, ca- little casual stuff or something where I didn't hear back. Um, and it didn't devastate me. So I think that's also why I think it's not that big of a deal. I do think sometimes it's like you have to, uh, you want like the most dignified way out. And sometimes it's like, you don't need an explanation. Yeah. It's going to be embarrassing for both of us. Totally. If we have to have a conversation have to about to generate this. reasons about, yeah. I didn't, you used a certain turn of phrase. Yeah. <laughs> you said I love that off. for you and I <laughs> yeah. just don't want any of that right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. We only have 15 minutes left and we got more questions. Yeah. I think that's okay. That's okay. Uh, do you want to get through all of them? We can do a lightning round. Yeah. Um, have you ever gone on a blind date? I guess Tinder's kind of a blind date, but I haven't, I've gone on maybe like two when I was in college. Where you were like set up by someone? No, no, never set up. No, I guess no, just Tinder. I'm just mm-hmm. calling Tinder a blind date, but it's not blind. So no. Yeah. Okay. Me neither. So great. We're done with that. We haven't. See the yes or no questions aren't, you can't really like riff on them. Yeah. Okay. What to do when it seems like your partner has lost interest in the relationship? Oh God. That's a good th- you, advice. You wanted to give advice. When so I was in college, it. I remember that the same relationship that I was talking about, the person not only had lost interest, but hated me. I was like, this person hates me. She's like, she hates me. And I remember I Googled my girlfriend hates me. And I found a punk song called My Girlfriend Hates Me. And it like spoke about everything I was feeling. Mm. Wow. And then Have you ever had a partner hate you? Had my partner hate me? No. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Wait, how old were you? I don't know, 22. 22? Oh, I thought you were going to say I was 15. I, I guess I wasn't listening to the beginning. No, it was in college. It was in college. <laughs> that yeah. sucks. Wow. I Googled my girlfriend hates me. And did she ever like confirm for you the suspicion that you had that? Um, I, you know, I think that she was, she wanted a way out and she maybe wasn't mature enough to explain how. And there was a whole confluence of other factors that I contributed to. And I think oh. that her, <laughs> it sounds complicated. her way of solving the problem was by being really mean to me. Mm. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's interesting. I think I, I've had a partner that I, I, that I hated. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And what would, and what should he have done? I don't even, uh, frankly, can't <laughs> even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have to. Yeah. Partner has lost interest. Partner that's lost interest. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. To me, it's honestly hard to answer that question because it sounds so devastating that I, I think I would be so upset it would be hard to. I guess the, I guess the easy answer is you should talk to them. Yeah. You know, uh, Julie Caldwell, who's a relationship expert that I think about a lot, she says that there's no reason a relationship shouldn't feel great all the time. That every relationship has the potential to feel passionate and good 
all the time and that if it doesn't it's not a natural course of things it's a thing that can be fixed yeah um and so you should talk to the person and ask them why whether they're feeling that yeah i think i've also heard that like if people if you're losing passion in your relationship it's a lot of times just related to the rest of your life and that you're not excited by the other things you have going on in your life Mm. and that if you have a really um dynamic personal life where you're pursuing things you're interested in and have relationships with like friends and stuff that you're into and so does your partner then that passion usually bleeds into your romantic life and it's all kind of holistic so mm, but what about when you know you know those relationships you're growing up and the other person's yes uh, and you're yeah. like i could be getting i could be getting laid so much if i wasn't <laughs> in this relationship i don't think i've ever had that thought that <laughs> never thought that yeah that's funny hmm. yeah i guess just talk and say what I am afraid that you're feeling uninterested. It's funny. I don't give uh, advice a lot like this, and this isn't an advice show. And I'm realizing just with this first question, that's actually a very good advice question. That um, giving advice is hard, and that uh, people who are like advice columnists in the newspaper really like have studied um, correct human behavior and etiquette and like interpersonal dynamics in some way that they can comment on any stranger situation and be like, here's what you need to do. Here's the technically correct answer for what you need to do. Yeah, this is how to yeah, this is how to get a hundred percent achievement bonus. I I actually think that even on the newspaper, like we've talked about advice a lot, but I think the only good way to give advice is to give I think it's more important to give support than advice. Mm. Like the only good way to give advice is to have a conversation with someone and ask them a bunch of questions and find more find out more. When you're writing a newspaper column or doing an advice show, the point is to just have a funny conversation. Because often I've heard advice shows where I'm like, if I was the person who asked for that piece of advice, I would not be satisfied. Or it's yeah, like, sure. it's, not, it's not a problem that, um, I was going to say Judge Judy. What's the name of the woman who writes the... Uh, ask Amy, Dear Abby. One of those. Um, it's like, it's just, you know, those, sometimes those problems are more difficult. Like a person in the newspaper can't figure it out for you. They can't figure it out for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't even know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> you wrote him with a little code <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sad in bed. Yeah. Whoever said Carolyn Hacks slaps. Absolutely. Yeah. I read Carolyn Hacks' advice columns all growing up and Ask Amy. And Ask Amy doesn't know. Conservative doesn't, knows the old way. Carolyn Hacks knows the new way. Who's Carolyn Hacks? She's just a Washington Post advice columnist and she really gives advice that I'm like, that's right. That is what you do if your stepmom sucks and like your husband won't do anything about it. And I mean, your mother-in-law. Why would your stepmom, why do your husband have to fix a problem with your Your stepmom? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, what do you do? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I have to look that one back up. Now they're doing a little bit. Uh, hacks is truth. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that funny to think that there's a person who's like, I know the best thing to do. Give me any situation. I know the best thing to do. I would be. I would be suspicious of that person. Mm. I would be like, there's no <laughs> way. There's just no way. Especially when you're someone who often does never knows the best thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think the best thing to do is to just wait it out until <laughs> it becomes impossible to do any other thing than the thing you need to do. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We're coming up on the end. Wait, what would you do if someone was losing interest in me and we were dating? Hmm. I guess my thought of like what I would actually do is I can imagine that I would withdraw from the relationship in a way that's like, okay, you're not interested in me. Well, I'm not interested in you. Totally. That's yes. That's what you do. That's what I would do too. You play the game with them. You play the game with them. And I just thought that as advice and I was like, that's horrible advice to be like, oh yeah, you should game. You should game them. But I also do think that, um, 
there's a hard thing where like if someone is losing interest in you and you're just like reaching and like grasping on harder that makes it worse it makes so it worse there is something to like removing yourself i think um whenever i hear anyone's taking a break from their relationship i always think oh well that's doomed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never heard of a relationship that comes back after the break yeah. stronger it's like, oh, we're better. <laughs> yeah um but i do think it's it is never oh this is actual advice that i have in my life um to never rush anything if you need to think about something or take some time to do it like I think there's sometimes this fear that this person's going to like get away, that things are going to change, that you're going to lose it. And the opportunity, the door is closing. It's like, no, things just don't happen that fast. Like you can actually not hit somebody up for a week while you think something over or 10 days or two weeks or something. And then like, it'll probably be fine. But like to react out of fear and to like grab on harder to things is like when you really fuck it up. So I always just like, I never allow myself to feel rushed. I let myself cycle through so many different um, versions of my anxieties and my obsessive thoughts before I take any action, and that works for me. I think that that's actually really good advice, and I've thought about it since you've told me that, because it's not the first time you've told me that. I also think the converse is true, too, when, like, when you feel like you might be making a wrong decision or, like... In a, in a relationship that's like not working you don't have to rush to end it either. I mean I know some yes, people some right. people are like I've spent two years and I should have gone out two years ago but totally but you can like be a, it can be okay to be doing the wrong thing for a little while yeah and I think it's becomes clear when you've been in relationships for a while and you realize like oh all the times that something like kind of went wrong and you wanted to react really quickly and then how small a speck that was on the ultimate time scale of the relationship yeah. where you're like oh I didn't need to freak out at all there was going to be six more months of us like arbitrating that hating each other, <laughs> hating and each other. <laughs> so no rush to um freak out yeah um, I did. I do remember someone. I can't remember someone in my life was like, "Oh, my boyfriend is like, sort of withdrawing." And I remember being like, "Oh yeah, then you should sort of like be kind of. I don't know. This is what I felt, but I was like, you should be kind of playfully cruel in the sense <laughs> you should like withdraw Aww. as well. Like you should." And get a little bit of that energy of like, like what you said, it's like, fuck you. Like, okay, you're not going to, then I'm going to pull. And then that gives yeah. you a little bit of energy to do it. You yeah. get kind of emboldened and you're like, yeah, um, that's funny. I feel like we're going to get another review on Apple podcast. That's like insecure hosts advise ghosting <laughs> and playing games and like <laughs> playing mind games, <laughs> playing mind games. Oh. horrible relationship <laughs> advice. Yeah. But if that person comes back and doesn't the review, they're still listening. So it's yeah. true. It's true. Haters are fans. Yeah. You shouldn't ghost. Um, Next question. Yeah, please. Uh, is Raisin Man romantic as a collective and as individuals? Oh, that's a good question. Can you say who asked it? No, because they specifically said anonymous. Interesting. Anonymous. We do not forgive. We do not forget. You yeah. Know? And what do you mean? Wh- what does this question mean? Like whether we are like romantic people in our life. Not with each other, but like, are you a romantic person? Am I a romantic person? Sam, uh, a romantic person? Is it, are we all romantic people? I don't want to mm. speak for Sam, you know? I can give my take. But yeah. I'll say this. I really wish Sam was here because Sam gives me incredible relationship advice. Really? Especially considering someone who's like, are, we're so different in what we want. I Sam's advice is like shocking. What's shocking, a good piece like of good. advice he's given you? Um, hmm. He just uh, does a really good job of rephrasing the things that I want or like the problems that I'm having into a different way of thinking about it. And, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, I'd have to think to think what he said recently. Sam is good at that. He just says back to you the thing you you say it in all these jumbled words and then mm-hmm. he's like, It sounds like and then he says one this is sentence. What you really yeah and you're like, are wow. talking about. It's crazy. Yeah. I also remember once Sam was trying to like 
help me figure out. I, I didn't ask for help doing this, so it, I, I, it was strange that it happened. Like, figure out sort of like what my story was about myself as a sexual person, and like Seth has, a, I mean, not Seth, Sam has a way of talking that's like everything's a story about yourself. You need to figure out the story. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't a story. I don't know. It's a bunch this of random weird, weird stuff. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> did <laughs> no. he did he turn it into a story? He tried to, but I was like, I don't want to do it. And he was like, well, you have to figure out the story so you can close the book and put the book on the shelf. And I was like, my life's not a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> my life's my life, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not closing books. Don't put me in yeah. a book. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I resist his, like, he has a really sort of psychological analyst way of thinking and talking, but sometimes it's really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the question? Oh, if we're romantic. We're romantic. Are you romantic? I'm pretty romantic. I I'd think say. so. Yeah. I think you are. Yeah, yeah. I like to fall in love and be sweet. Yeah. Yeah, you love to be sweet. <laughs> I love to be sweet. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that I'm romantic too, but not in a way of like, some people's whole lifestyle is like romantic and they're like, falling in love is like their hobby. That's not what my hobby Sometimes is. Sometimes it's too much. Yeah. Sometimes with certain people, it's like, this is too much. It's too much. And I don't know how they can keep believing in the love that they find because it's so like profligate and uh, like constantly yes. happening i had a friend like, who every time they did it someone they'd be like we made out it was like nothing i'd ever felt before yes, and i was yes, like i know for yes, a fact it is because yes. the last person you told me was like nothing you ever yes, felt before exactly exactly so i i don't get that so yeah. i don't feel like my life is like so like overtly romantic in that intense kind of way um and I know people who are like constantly walking down the street, falling in love with people they see, giving their number to baristas. Like <laughs> everything is just like a, I'd kick myself if I didn't do this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like I don't live like that at all. But um, we have four minutes left. More questions. Uh, first romance. What's your first romance? I don't know. I feel like the the girls that I would date in high school. I I feel like all of those were like I. They were like false starts a little bit. I wouldn't even want to like because it's <laughs> like, like, oh, I was like so young and yeah. I feel like I fucked up in all these ways. Yeah. I um when I think of like first romance, like in high school, I was just like spent high school having really intense crushes on people that I would like not only never made any moves to like make anything happen with, but also like looking back, I think I didn't really want anything to happen. Like as soon as it seemed like anything might really be able to go down, like to make out or to go on a date or something, I'd be like, I oh, never mind, never mind. I That's don't, like I normal teenager like behavior. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, I think it is because it's like you're in this environment where, um, people are fucking for literally the first time in their lives. And that's like the cool, the only thing that matters yeah. <laughs> like in high who's school fucked. is like who's fucking and who's fucked. Um, and so you're just kind of like stressed about that all the time. And I remember just like picking people out that I was like, this is my crush. And I think about them all the time, but do I actually want, you don't want to fuck, I don't want to fuck them. And I don't even necessarily want like, want to go on a date with them. Even I like, I don't know. Yeah. I think that that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I did actually think of my first romance was in middle school or the one that's like, seems most formative in middle school. I was, I had like a AIM girlfriend. Um, and we would just be on AIM all the time. And I Aww. was like obsessed with her. I was so, so, so in love with her. Oh, you had it so would, much in common. Yes, because we were, like, <laughs> weird. We were, like, the weird kids <laughs> who knew about internet stuff. Yeah. And, like, um, and we would just talk for hours and hours. And I don't think I've ever felt... It's, you know, it's like, oh, you never feel love like when you did back then, you know? But it's, like, it wasn't even love. It was, like, this other insane radioactive emotion that, like, I will yes, never feel again. Yes, where yes, I would just yes. see... I would just look at pictures of her and be, like, oh, yes. my God. And then, in real life, we could not say a word to each other. Wow. We couldn't... We had nothing to yeah. say to each other. And we could... 
we'd be at parties, we'd play spin the bottle, and I would just like sit it out. It was just too scary. Yeah. And, but I was I was obsessed with her for so long. Wow. That's so funny because I my first romance, as I think I've told you before, was that I had a, a an internet boyfriend on on RuneScape, and like <laughs> and doesn't sound serious, but it was very serious to me when I was ten to twelve years old. And um, I bet if we had ever met in real life, it would have been horrible. Of but course. we talked just all the time, and we're obsessed with each other. And Wait, how did other you meet in RuneScape? World. Um, how did we meet in RuneScape? I met his sister just playing. You know, you just meet friends like doing quests and playing. And she was games. like a wizard, and you were like, and she's Hi. a wizard. And she's like, my name is. I had a rune skirt or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing that dance where you're like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and um, she was just like, oh, you should add my brother too. And I added her brother and talked to him. And then um, I ended up not being friends with the sister anymore, and really just friends with the brother and. Uh, there was a time I, I remember reading a, an article in Girls Life magazine about like getting baited online by adults and being a kid and thinking you were talking to another kid but you're not and then getting like really scared of what I had been doing but looking back I, I was definitely a kid like there was just the things were so innocent that we would talk about <laughs> <laughs> just not possible like we would just talk about like how much we hated in fifth grade like when we were had to do a group project and people didn't take it seriously <laughs> imagine like a 40 year old creep like being like I Having hate it when I take I do all the work yeah um uh what about him made you fall in love did he have did he have qualities that you were like this guy is so cool i think i had like some complex about like thinking that i was smarter than everybody like when i was a kid and um he had the same complex so we shared our pathology yeah yeah, yeah. when you're a kid it's like i'm the only one in my school who's yes, smart who understands yeah, yeah. so that that was our thing and um yeah, we were just really smug. And then I remember what actually why we stopped talking what, similar to your st French story. He was turned out to be conservative. Like we turned 12 oh no. years old and suddenly, um, I guess Obama was running for president. He was really anti-Obama. And I was like, well, that just won't stand. Yeah, yeah. of course. So. No, he liked McCain or was it? It was McCain the first time mm -hmm. around, right? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. My other, I had a, a huge crush in high school. My first like really big crush was on Peter, who's my roommate. And um, I sometimes think about like if I had when i was 14 like that so raven seen into the future us like living together yeah. i would have been like oh my god we, got married. <laughs> we, got, we, live together. we live together we're 25 yeah. and we live together we must be married <laughs> so it's funny yeah and we own that apartment and we own that apartment yeah. in brooklyn yeah, there's three bedrooms because we're having a kid yeah. <laughs> two kids and they each give their own room <laughs> and we never leave the house because we love each other so much exactly <laughs> oh. yeah um I think I have a couple more questions, but we're kind of at the end. Let's so. see what we're at 930. I guess we are. Is there anyone that you're like, we should answer this for sure? Um, I think we covered a lot of this. Okay. Yeah. Sorry if we didn't get to your question. Um, I guess we'll never read it. And that's the end of that <laughs> forever. <laughs> Maybe next yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah. We'll, we'll get keep, to it next Valentine's Day. We'll keep them in the chamber. All right, everybody. I hope uh, you had a good Valentine's Day, and that you're not—if you're not with someone, you're not sad. Because you can meet them tomorrow. You can meet them tomorrow, or you know, the—you don't always need someone. You can have the strength inside of you. Who's Dembler Hoffer? They're saying I'm sad. I'm sad. I don't know. I have a friend who's. No, I guess I don't know who that person is. I wonder. A lot of fun. Aw, oh, ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. All right, guys. Bye. Raisin Man Arena.